Welcome into the I-80 Club. It is another edition of Be Kind Husker Rewind. No sit Sunday, Nebraska, Wisconsin, 2014. I'm Josh Peterson, joined as always by Jack Mitchell. If you are joining us live, you are a patron. We appreciate your patronage. If you are listening at a later date and you're like, wow, this sounds absolutely incredible. I wish that I would have been there live. All you got to do is go to patreon.com slash I-80 Club and join us today. Uh, Jack, this is going to be a fun one tonight. I'm very excited. It is, you know, arguably the greatest moment for Nebraska basketball and in the top few of Nebraska athletics in my life. I I don't think that's over the top. Um, Yeah, and so I'm very excited. And uh, it's no-sit Sunday, Nebraska-Wisconsin. Last game of the year, 2014. So this would be... Nine years ago on God. Thursday, I think Thursday. Wow. It's the not. It was March 9th. Wow, March 9th. Nine years. Day. Yeah, God, nine nine years ago tomorrow, or excuse me, next year will be the ten year anniversary, and it is. Uh, yeah, it's a great memory for me. I man, I haven't watched this game a ton though, Josh. I think I same. I, I probably rewatch it right after it happened. I'm sure. And then I think it was on BTN sometime several years ago, and I probably caught on at some point and watched the whole thing. But it's not like I'm at all going to remember, like 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 I did about the Miami Nebraska Orange Bowl. I'm not going to remember like yes. what's coming at all. So that'll be fun. So I I don't know. yeah yeah this is this is interesting. I don't I don't really rewatch a whole lot of basketball games. I'll be honest. You know, it's like I think. I think the beats of football definitely, you know, allow for rewatching to be I don't know, a little easier, a little more fun. Um, this is, I, I, I feel like I have a, a bummer of a story surrounding this game and not attending it because I was at, I was at a uh, Creighton, God, I don't remember who they played. I would have to look the same day, Nebraska, Jack, they beat, I believe it was the Indiana road game. Nebraska played Indiana. I was I remember watching in the media room with Dirk Chatlin. It was, where such, they hit a, it was such a weird by the that game was such a weird win. Like it was just like not stressful that win. Yeah, exactly. That was when, and so that was like a game it. where I knew I was like, oh my gosh, they might be really good. Exactly. And so we're cackling and like, wow, this is crazy. And so I head up and and I think Creighton maybe was playing like Villanova or something. And so I'm watching this game, and I'm texting my roommates at the time, and I'm like, guys, do we want to maybe look at getting tickets to the Wisconsin game? And so they were like, yeah, sure. So I lived with three guys at the time. So I log on to Huskers.com. I go to the ticket stuff, and they're only like 10 bucks a pop. And I'm like, so does everybody want to go? And one friend, and I he is a patron. I don't know if he's in. No, he's not in here tonight. But he was like, let me get back to you. And by the time that he was like, yeah, let's do it, uh, they were sold out. And oh. I have, I mean, look, yeah, it's 10 bucks a ticket. Like, it's, look, I was a broke 20-whatever-year-old. I could have afforded $40 and, you know, whatever the fees and had my friends pay me back. Like, And we could have, if, if, if he couldn't have gone, I, we could have found somebody. And so I didn't buy them. And then, of course, this game turns into one of the most memorable Husker sporting events in in this century because it's really been a century of, like, garbage. And the weather was perfect that day. And I remember watching from home, obviously super jacked, but also, like, super sad that we were not in the stands for it. Such a bummer. Okay, before we get going, I'm – I don't know. I mean, I probably have my own thing, but I'm curious, like, where would you put this in – um, not not as a fan, but as more of somebody who 
covered it and watched it or not, you know, as a, as your role on the radio right now, like, where yeah. do you think this falls in biggest moments in Nebraska athletics, at least during our lifetimes? Uh, well, during our lifetimes, it's tougher. Um, you know, like I'll say since I've been in radio, like 2012 or even like this century, I mean, it's certainly since I've been in radio, it's definitely in like the, I would say in the top five at worst. Um, I think the novelty of, you know, a ba- the basketball team, like this is the first really, really, really good team that I've ever seen Nebraska play. Like, I don't remember the ones in the late nineties. I don't remember. I didn't remember the last tournament team before the turn of the sure. century. So like yeah. this, this run was so like, wow. Like kind of like what you just said about Indiana. Is this team good? Like it was, you know, they got off to such a weird start. And then the, I remember that Creighton game and, and, and doing pregame that day and going to the game and, and funny story. I actually didn't have Gary Sharp stole my courtside seat next to John. And so I was like, well, I don't want to go sit in the hockey press box. So I just went home. Thank God <laughs> it did because the, that game was horrible, you know? And, and so like they get off to a bad start and, and then they start winning all these games. And so they just came out of nowhere. And this was, I mean, you know, Kent Pavelka has all these great calls from it, but he nailed it. I mean, it's time to twerk. Let's go dance in this game. It locked it all up. And so, I don't know, like, you know, beating, I think the, the Oregon win by Mike Riley was a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, there's probably some Bo Pelini games in there in terms of, you know, since 2002 yeah, or whatever. Yeah, 2012, yeah, 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 going, you know, they, I mean, we've had game, teams go to conference championships, but man, I mean, it's just, and College World Series for baseball, national titles for volleyball, but this was just so wild and out of nowhere, and that this game, Jack, that it got the label, no sit Sunday, and people don't sit, and and I mean it's just, it's it's awesome, you know. It's exactly what we build up these things to be, and then they actually lived up to it. So a a couple of notes, uh, my memories leading into this thing. So I had Chris Harriman on my show. The uh, let's see, they the, right the the whatever game they played before that. We might need to look back at the schedule. Whatever game they played right before that uh, was a win, I think. And so you knew this game was going to set up to be a really big game, like winning you're in, basically, situation. Yeah. And so we had Chris Harriman, who is from Australia. He's a, I think he's at Cal now. I think he's an assistant coach. He's bounced around several places. Um, it was at Indiana the game before. Okay, but real quick, I the, was thinking of Michigan State on February 16th. That okay, was the, game I was the Indiana yeah. one was the, the – was the Indiana the game before? Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. That game – Again, yeah, that game was. I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, this is this is happening during that Indiana game. Um, anyway, we had Harriman on when they got back. I couldn't get Miles; he had something, so I got Harriman for the game. And it is it is my belief, and I'm fairly sure this is true. The word "no sit Sunday" was first uttered by Chris Harriman on my show that I was doing with Kevin Thomas on. The, oh, really? Yeah. He, he said, he, he basically said on our show, he was like, we've got to get this thing sold out. We've got to, and, and it was Chris Harriman who coined, and maybe that was something that he, they came up with with the coaches or someone in the staff, but Harriman said it on our show. It was the first time I ever heard it. I should go back and see if I have a tweet about it or something like that. But that was the first time it was it was ever said to my knowledge, which is, oh, wow. which is crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah, so uh, that was that was wild, and that whole month, you know, you talk, the crazy thing is, it's the, the the this month that Nebraska basketball is having now is actually sort of akin in terms of the the record uh, 
that they had this last month. But going into February, this team was nowhere close to an NCAA tournament team and no. just went nuts in February. Uh, oh, my gosh, that picture is hilarious, Jacob. <laughs> oh, God, that's awesome. Gosh, that's freaking hilarious. Um, and so, yeah, I don't I don't totally remember. There was a game. I'm trying to remember some of the games. There was a game against Purdue and Lincoln. Uh, that was a huge win. Purdue was pretty good at that time. There was the Michigan State game that you mentioned. Um, that was in February. That whole month of February, but they basically just they just went berserk that month of February. And um, it, it got them into this spot where you're like, oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, the, oh, the Michigan tip-in. I was at that game. Mickey, I totally forgot about that game. Oh yeah, God. that was the one. That was the one time they lost it at home all year long. Oh uh, yeah, uh, the Purdue game was back to back alley oops. I remember a tweet I had during that Purdue game, and I was like, "Well, Nebraska in this game has eclipsed the amount of dunks they've had for the last decade," uh, <laughs> which isn't all that, which isn't all that untrue at the time. I forgot about the Michigan tip. I bet I have. I bet if you go back on Twitter, there are some despondent tweets after that game. I should go look about that. <laughs> I totally forgot about that Michigan game. That stupid tip. But yes, uh that February was crazy. And he turned about the Purdue game turned into an and one video for about five minutes. That is exactly right. I could not believe Josh, that was enough there there are all these moments of realizations during that season, like things I had never felt before or hadn't felt since um, you know, the nineties for Nebraska basketball during that month of February 2020, or excuse me, 19, uh, doggone it, 2014. And that Purdue game, it was it was sort of the dunk fest. It was the going to Indiana and winning. It was it was so new and fun and just cra- and, and still unexpected. Like, you have to remember, this team was like a year away is kind of how I think most people thought about it because all of the – all the contributors – Gallegos had already been there for like seven years. But other than that, all the contributors were coming back the next year for the most part. And so you kept thought, thinking the next year is the year that they're really going to really do this thing. And so the whole thing was like a year early, and that made it just so much more unexpected and fun. It was crazy. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it was, again, like I remember the year before and how they like they went on a nice little run. You know, they won – they won like one of the early, you know. Con- I think they beat who Purdue, and in the conference tournament, it's like, wow, this is a real big surprise. But yeah, I still thought that they were a year away, especially after some of the struggles early on, and um, you know, and and whatnot, and and you know. So then they go on that crazy run. They lose it one time at home, and you know, so they enter this game, and yeah, it really did feel like win and in, and you know, they're going to go to the tournament. And so it was just it added this yeah. pressure, and I just remember thinking. My goodness, can they can they actually do this thing? And, and obviously, they and, end up doing. And it. Wisconsin had been so good um, that year, and and shortly before that, they had they had Kaminsky, right? They had Frank Kaminsky. They had, and now I'm forgetting his name. We'll see him plenty tonight. The other white guy uh, who was I called him a cyborg all the time. Uh, Sam Decker. Sam Decker. Sam Decker. I called him a cyborg. That dude was ridiculous in college. I mean. He was ridiculous in college, and so just um, you, you, they, they were sort of, they were at a high point. Wisconsin was. Well, think about, I mean, this is time. this is the Wisconsin team that breaks through, right? They go to the Final Four for the first time, 
And then the next year, they go all the way to the national championship. I mean, this Wisconsin team, first of all, you know, no Big Ten team obviously has won since 2000. But this Wisconsin team, I mean, for a program, like I've always thought that they are what Nebraska should strive to be in hoops. Like if Wisconsin can do it, then Nebraska can do it, you know, because they, I just don't think of Wisconsin as just like bashed in for, you know, great high school basketball players and, and all that type of stuff. And so this was, this was a massive game for the Nebraska side of things, but I mean, they're not playing some garbage opponent. They're, they're, they're not just playing a bubble team. They're playing a really good Wisconsin program at this point in time. Yeah. A hundred percent. And then the only other thing I'll add after we start it, uh, before we started is, um, like this, uh, it's exaggerated for me too, because this was one of the last sporting events I went to with my dad. Uh, he passed away the next year, early the next year. And so this was one of the last sporting events I ever went to with him. And like the whole day was completely perfect in every possible way. We had, we were uh, visiting my in-laws that weekend. So I came back that Sunday uh, I think you mentioned this. It was it was like beautiful weather. It was Incre- like didn't they bring like pizza? 70- did they bring a bunch of pizza to people? It was like in the seventies. And here, that yeah, you're probably right. Um, I, what I remember is the rail yard was still fairly new at that time, and so uh, my dad and I got there pretty early, and we went we went down to the rail yard to just kind of walk around and soak up the atmosphere. Uh, they still had, they used to put an ice skating rink out there in the rail yard. It was still up at that point, which was hilarious because it felt like, you know, early summer out there that day. And I ran in, I was walking around and I run into Gary Sharp and, um, and, and so I know, I know Gary and he was, he was out there drinking out there by, uh, what rule G or whatever it would be. So I run into him. I talked to him for a while and he's like, Hey, I got a guy I want to introduce you to. Uh, that's here with me, and that guy was Mike Schaefer, and that was the <gasps> that was the day that was the day I first met Mike Schaefer, and God, my, that's crazy. And my dad was there, and he met my my dad briefly, and like that's crazy. Like it, Mike and I talk about that all the time. So that was the first time I yeah. ever met Mike. I knew who he was, but that was the first time I he ever met. But yes, that everything was. I mean, everybody outside was just going nuts, and we were watching some. There was, I think, an Ohio State-Michigan State game that was on before that that they had on the big screens out there that had some kind of bearing on the seatings or something like that, and everybody was watching it. And um, and so it was it was crazy, um, yeah. but it was it was fun. And then it all just it all just worked out. <laughs> and yeah, it so really rarely does. It feels like that happens, but it did. Yeah, what a so, game! All right, should we start watching this? Let's do this thing. All right, let's go. I'm excited just, to see the, this. The thing begins just right away. All right. Nope. All right. Here we go. What do we got for a starting lineup here? Uh, let's see here. Uh, we got – we're in a little bit of a lowish definition here. So I see Pitchford. I see Petaway. I see – is that Siobhan? Yeah, Siobhan Shields. Okay. Petaway, then... God. I was always a huge defender of Tehran uh, Petaway. Well, it was the next year. I thought year. he caught way too Yeah, way, I thought he some, caught way it was a too year much from shit. this. He got some real flack. Look at those yeah. shorts on oh, Richardson. Dude, these was shorts still, are so huge. I thought the long shorts era was 10 years before, 10 years before no, this. No, man, they're still here. Ray Gallegos, I forgot Gallegos. God, a bunch of these names. And is that be a Ty Webster is a freshman? Oh my gosh, it is, I think. Webster was starting then? Huh? I did not think Ty Webster was really playing that often yet at that point. 
Matt says the names on this team ring a bell more than anyone between that year and last year. Yeah, this yeah, I, I watched the first few minutes of this the other night just to make sure that this was the game. And obviously it was, and then I just kind of was sucked in for a few minutes before I stopped, and it was like, oh, that's right, this guy was on the roster, and this guy was on the roster, and this guy was on the roster. I would have had, I would have had no idea that uh, that Ty. I knew Ty Webster was on this team, but I did not think he actually, he actually started. It's weird that it's sort of weird that Shields and Webster bled into, into this season because I think of them in kind of a different era. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I mean, I think of them as like, I mean, they were both around for. For four years after this, right? Would Shields have been mm. a freshman too? Yeah, I mean, just thinking about the the timeline of stuff. Yeah, I think you're right. So, okay, here's something that I'd forgotten about. I thought that Soccer. Wisconsin okay. didn't score for like the first few minutes because like there's going to be a, a basket coming up for Nebraska where they make it, and then Kempavelka yelled dagger, and it's like it's nine to. I thought it was like nine to nothing or something, but apparently it's going to be whatever to three. I love Kempavelka, but he, he does not use the word dagger correctly. He well, I know he uses it. I mean, so Pitchford's, early in this game, yeah, this was Pitchford's last stand too. His next, year I know, was man, he so was so bad. good this year. God, see, I mean, this whole team was this so whole team just peaked. Bad, the next you know they year. peaked. They peaked a year early. Yeah, no, Pavelka will use the term dagger. I, I remember talking about this this time. He started saying it. He would use it when Nebraska would make a three and they were still behind in the game. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so he just doesn't understand what the word means. Yeah, it just means, yes. See, I, I guess, I don't know. Is that funnier that he uses it, like, all the time? or Because I thought he only used it because I don't really listen to the, the games on the radio too much. So I thought he just used it. I think it's this shot right here. Boo. Yeah. So he says, dagger. Dagger. It's 10 yeah. to 3. It's a little early for a 10. Yes, he uses yeah. dagger. He just uses it very differently than you and I think of it. He uses it yes. just like yeah. made shot. Like made yeah. big shot. To me, shot. dagger is the game is over. The, yes, not, it is not, the final stake. Oh, it's a seven-point lead in the first half. It is the final stake in the heart Yeah. of uh, of, of the opinion. Now, I remember the very first game Kent ever said bangerang. It was, it was after was this. That? He was not saying bangerang. It was that random Michigan State game. Uh... What was the was that that wasn't this year? What maybe it was this year, the the year that they beat Michigan State on the road like completely out of nowhere. I think that was either I think that might have been the next year or the year after. It was one of those like lesser teams where it was like, wait, what the hell? How did yeah, they beat Michigan State? Maybe it was, ne- it was, but it was in road- that weird era where like they just owned Tom Izzo. It was on a Sunday afternoon. I remember. Here's how I remember. I wasn't even watching it. Things must not have been going very good that year because I wasn't even watching it. I went to. The I took my son to the Lego movie. I remember the movie I was at, and I got out in the car, and it was still uh, in. It was like seven minutes left in the second half, and Nebraska was ahead, and I could not believe it. Awesome. And that, uh, no, 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 that's not the one. No, you know what? I take it back. That's not the one where he said bangerang. The one he said bangerang was a night game against. They beat Michigan State a few times. I think I remember the game you're talking about. It was Jack. I I watched it at a gym. Jack McVeigh. It was a weeknight game. Jack McVeigh had a had a big game. So that uh, would have been a couple years later. Yeah, that think, would have been like well after that. That was the first time. Because I made a whole remix of it to the actual, um, to the whole Bangarang song, which is funny. I did uh, remember. I remember the, after this. Skrillex song. So the next day I came to work and, you know, so it was obvious that, or no, maybe I did it the week later. I think I did it the next week. But, you know, Creighton and Nebraska both made the tournament. And so I made to Fall Out Boys Dance Dance. 
I made a song with every time Ken Pavelka said dancing, and so it was like dancing, dancing. And I think of all the all of the opens that I've ever made, I, I that is the one that I am most proud of. Yeah. And like that was one of the last like opens I made as a producer because then I became an honor guy. Check movie had a big game. I did not have that on my bingo card, says Jim. <laughs> Jim and O'Neill. Matt says, is Pavelka top two announcer in Nebraska sports history? Man, I, dude, it's so funny. So one of my uncles, I'll talk to him, you know, like at a family gathering or whatever. He's like, so when is, is Kent going to return to the football booth? And I'm oh, like, my it's gosh. Just, I'm sorry. It's not, it's not happening, but, you know, you can keep asking me. It'd be really cool, but it's not going to happen. Yeah. I would, if you did not ever listen to it, I republished my podcast interview with Kent Pavelka when I did my podcast yeah that last was good year, and he talked pretty in depth about getting removed from the football booth in that one yeah yeah um, it's it, quite the time. at least when i did that with him which was about which is probably six or seven years ago when i recorded that he was still not happy about it Ooh, that was a rough shot yeah he i mean he should be he got you know politics and all sorts of stuff and you know he was a great i love i love his football calls Ben Brust. Okay, I just pulled up the Wisconsin roster because I had to remember these names. Ben Brust. That's the uh, that, and I'm going to say this again. That's the white guy. That's the uh, point, yeah. the uh, point guard guy. He was the senior. Nigel Hayes. Nigel Hayes was a, a freshman then. He was around forever after that. Nigel Hayes played a ton, forever. Um, let's see, ten. Yeah, that's ten. Nigel Hayes. He was in here at this point. 24 there for Wisconsin is Bronson Koenig. He was also a freshman. He was there forever. Uh, played in Final Fours as well. He was there forever before COVID times. Yeah. Kaminsky was a junior at that time. Yeah, because, yeah, the next year is, is and, I mean, when he is just a beast. And Decker was a this sophomore. Is the, the next year is the team that upsets the undefeated Kentucky team. Yeah. Yep. And and Because and they, they got revenge. Kentucky beats them this year in the Final Four, and then they, they return – they get really returned the next year, and they beat them on and, their way, and then they lose to Duke. And then 21 is Josh Gasser. He was a freshman, too. My goodness. This was a, this was a young Wisconsin team. Yeah. Which, and how about the fact, too, you know, like, so Nebraska, they were up 10-3, to 3, and now it's only 13-10. to 10. Like, this is one in my brain where Nebraska just kind of blows them out the whole time, but obviously that's not the case. Mm-hmm. It's definitely harder I can't to do it's been nine uh, Be Kind Husker Rewind with a basketball game. What? It's definitely hard to do Be Kind Husker Rewind with a yeah, basketball Yeah, yeah, because game. it's not, you know, like, I mean, football's I, the perfect television sport, and it's the yes, perfect sport to do one have, of these with. I don't you have, have comments on every play. It. It's, yeah. it's, although I will say David Rivers is in, and that's very exciting. Oh, my gosh, look at Ray Gallegos' shorts, too. Yeah, these shorts are ridiculous. I thought... Man, I was I really thought the shorts era peaked in like 2007. I thought we were starting to get shorter at this point. I think this is like you you mentioned last stand earlier. I think this is the last stand for the long shorts. Like we are really close to them going away completely. Oh yeah, uh Jordan says who proposed before this game was it Pelts? Yes, Mike Pelts proposed to his I assume now wife during this game. My look, wife. Look at Siobhan. Nice. Look at Siobhan. Nice I love Siobhan Shields. He's on my, my... <laughs> Josh, title for the podcast, Last Stand for the Long Short. Seriously. Seriously. I mean, have you ever looked up that picture? Uh, if you search long college, there's some picture. Yes, of, I know who you're talking some about. Some guy from I know like St. Bonaventure 
Yes. It's, it's, oh, my gosh. Dude, it's so funny. Look at it. Somebody post it right now. It is they, the They look like pants. <laughs> they look like Jinko jeans. I can't believe what they look like. That. It's so – I can't believe that's real. My, it, Matt and, says – Go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, Matt says, good point. When is the classic slash throwback Herbie going to be revealed? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Uh, there, I, I saw some pictures that emerged from uh, PBA within the last couple of weeks that had Herbie on all sorts of uh, – oh, my gosh, there's the picture. God, that's so funny. Oh! But it had, <laughs> uh, I've seen I've seen like pictures of what new Herbie looks like, like holding a volleyball, holding really? a football, holding – Oh, yeah. This. Is oh it good? yeah, it's out there. Am I gonna be excited? Uh, I mean, it looks. It basically looks like the face is a little bit more modern, but with the classic like '90s stuff. So you know, does he? Say, yeah, is he cool. still blonde and heavy set? Uh, definitely heavy set. Good. The the one that I saw, it, he it didn't have like color on his like face or hair. It was just it was like white, and then the lines were black or whatever. So like that's all it was. I don't know if I'm doing a good job of explaining That's it. It looks like a cartoon where they didn't like so, fill in the color. So I know where are these leaks coming from? What do we know? What's happening? I saw uh, a friend of mine sent some pictures. No, it wasn't pictures. I don't remember. Somebody showed it to me recently that they saw it at PBA is what I thought the story was. Okay. Maybe I well, saw it on the screen. People have been at PBA all the time for basketball Yeah, I know. I was surprised that they didn't get tournament. out more. Jam City. Oh, yeah, that was that Pitchford dunk there. That was a big one. That was a big one. And look at their big yeah, guy. They, I mean, this whole time, their big guy, I mean, their big is basically Pitchford on this team. Yeah. And he was, and he mainly scored by shooting threes. Siobhan Shields always wore a long sleeve shirt under his. Under his jersey, I do not understand people who wear long, long Dude, sleeves. I feel like I would get so hot. Like I, I, you know, like I was outside today for my run, and it was in the 30s, and I had some long sleeve stuff. And there was a time where I was feeling like toasty. I can't imagine doing that inside of a 18,000 seat <laughs> arena. I always know? think that anytime, like I was watching a high yeah. school game just the other yeah. day, and somebody was wearing long sleeves, and I was like, man. That's got to be my formation says keeps the muscles loose. Man, that would my heart rate would just get way too hot. I guess if I was so. going to do something. And then like the that. other thing way is like, since I'm such an athlete, I can go back to this memory. When I used to pitch slow pitch softball, I don't care what the temperature was, I could not have it screwed up my pitching if I had something. If you had my sleeves, arms. yeah. So I always wear. If I had to take my sweatshirt off just to go out there and pitch, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I can't imagine shooting with that. With that, on uh, yeah, there, so. and you know, you say that now, and like when I've gone out golfing, and I'll wear like the long sleeve, the quarter zip, you know, early yeah. or late in the season. I hate that. And whenever I, it's time for me to hit, I usually pull up the sleeves a little bit, like halfway up my arm, just so it doesn't feel like it's you know distracting or anything down there by the club. So I know what you mean. I feel like we've entered into the era though, where like at practice, athletes wear all sorts of different stuff that like I never wore. When I was growing up, like, I remember one practice, it was really cold, and I wore sweats over my football pads, over my pants. And Wait, like cotton now, sweats? Like, you'll see, like, yeah, yeah, like gray, yeah, I gray sweats. When, I remember when people do that. Yeah, and now you see players at practice, and, like, all, like there's pictures of LeBron at practice where he's, like, wearing hoodies and stuff, and it's like, wow, practices are wild now compared to when I was growing up. I still, I still think, uh, like, moisture-wicking type material because i'm i'm still old enough when that didn't really exist like uh jo all jogging pants were cotton 
right? Oh, and gross. sports t-shirts were cotton. Everything was cotton. Oh. There was there yeah. wasn't any of that. Sounds like hell. Mesh or or moisture wicking stuff for the most part, and yeah, that that was that's been a significant invention in the world of. Oh man, I think about that all the time. Like just running in high school and like how miserable yeah. that type of material was. Uh, Jacob asked this court or the new PBA court. I like this court. This was the first court that they had, obviously, because this is the first season okay. of PBA. I'm I embarrassed to ask this, but what's different? What's the difference? I don't think. The, this extra like coloration like inside the three point arc isn't that gone isn't it? it's just a lighter i feel like it's lighter like the whole court's the same color now right i think that sounds potentially right they still have the state they still have the state jacob says script huskers instead of the n on the state outline lanes are red no red on the sideline okay oh that's right yeah the lanes are red yeah here's a also fun- it's go- always killed me that it's pinnacle bank arena with first national bank Court. right like it's just so weird there's that still banks there too for this arena yeah yeah it's still fmbo court think, or whatever you think and... i've never watched a like, game i just don't there. understand how that how that happens like it, they go against each other what are you doing yeah you would think they would put some kind of a non-compete in their uh sponsorship agreement, yeah. right i yeah, would seriously yeah oh <laughs> information but smart by fmbo yeah definitely. wisconsin takes the lead wisconsin takes the Man, lead here. way more back and forth in the first half than i remember this being yeah Aaron says, when was the last time you were at PBA? Uh, me? I was there for all the losses in the Big Ten this yeah. year. I was there for, for me, Illinois and Northwestern. I can't remember if I've been before, if I've been since COVID. It might it might be like, I, you uh, know, I know I went to the Creighton game in 2018. Wait, God, that was the so last fun. time you went might have been with me. Was it? Do you remember we went to that Penn State game that was like the last, it was like the last home game of the regular season? Yeah, I think that was the year before they beat Creighton, though, wasn't it? I don't know what you and year I went, it was. When I, but I, when remember, I was going through my divorce, I ended up you and I ended up going to a lot of stuff together. We uh we went to a nut we went we went to a Maryland game. I think you might have went to like the Bruno Fernando game with me. Oh, uh, okay. We went. I know I sat with remember, you. I like we we sat in the Loge box one time. Yeah, but that was we, the night we went out and had some drinks beforehand with one of my friends. Yes, yes, with your friends. I think yeah. that was that that Bruno Fernando game. That might have been. It might have been, but then you came with like my my like, I think I came like, with my, your with my, your kids, my mom right? and your, my and kids. Your mom? The Penn State game was the last game of the regular season, and I remember Penn State was on the bubble at that point, and the fans were chanting "nit" at the end of it. You remember that? Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know what year that. I think was. that was. I think that was twenty. I think that was twenty eighteen. I think I could be wrong. So that might have that been year. the last time you were there. No, I went to the Creighton game the the following. Uh, the following like December in twenty December of eighteen. Oh, okay. The the blowout yeah. win. Yeah. The yeah, one where I took a picture asses. with Bishop when he wasn't. The one where you it. took a picture with Bishop. Yeah, that was a good day. That was a good day. I remember the thing oh, the thing I remember about the game 21? that we went to with your family was when we were driving home and we started talking about playing the Greg Sharp drops and how suddenly like three years, five years later, we were doing that all the time on the show again. Nine. Like, that was when we started doing it for some reason. I have no idea. Why. Yeah, my son was – yeah, I, I remember you having a conversation with my my son about, about that, and he hadn't heard anything. We were trying – because I was trying to find the podcast so I could play it for him, but yes. I couldn't find it. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Uh, the other thing I just found when I was uh, killing time before this, I was on my Facebook memories. Ten years ago tonight was the last game in, at Devaney Center. Oh, wow. Who is that against? Minnesota. 
they beat Man, Minnesota. I do not remember that game at all. I was try- I'm trying for the life of me to remember what happened, and I can't think about it. They, they Nebraska lost. won, and they stormed the court. It was a meaningless game. Um, nice. But yeah, so Tim, Miles, that was Tim Miles' first year. Oh, that was a nice drive by Shields. Gosh, Siobhan Shields was good. Man, that was a nice finish at the rim with his long sleeve. He was such a good driver. He was so yeah, good. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he looks very fluid when he goes into the paint. He is, he's still playing in Italy. Is he really? Yeah. He's like, he was oh, like wow. the, like, uh, I don't know if it was the MVP or something. Some, won some award in, uh, in, in basketball. They also call it Serie A uh-huh. uh, for, for basketball. I think he plays for a team in Napoli. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That was a nice shot. Oh, Minnesota was ranked. I didn't even remember that. I didn't think they were that good. Hmm. Was that Tubby Smith? Maybe that that helps explain why I was so like high on them at the end of the first year under Tim Miles because they, they so they must have beaten a ranked Minnesota then they beat Purdue in the first round of the Big Ten tournament that was a nice finish by Petaway yeah so how are you feeling you're you're at this game you are in the Loge box right mm-hmm. you're in one of those yep man so yep. how are you feeling like you know throughout this game just stressed oh as hell, just like, stressed like you always are? I mean yeah stressed the whole time what was your dad like watching games with him was he like you or was he much more oh he's calm? very much yeah he was he was he was like me uh he would yell i mean he would would get mad at the refs he would get pissed at players um nice. yeah he players would, I on, mean, on nebraska or players on the opposing uh, nebraska team? oh nebraska i mean he was your typical i mean he was your typical dad uh watching a game i mean yeah. i even remember football games he got so mad I think I've mentioned this before. He got so mad because Mickey Joseph didn't ever tuck the ball when he ran. And that was my dad always. That's a classic dad complaint. Yes, it was. It was Put a, the ball under your arm. He had, and that was when he was pretty young. Uh, yeah. At, at this point, he was he was over 60 years old, and he had. Yeah. But it, it was the, the same things. There were certain things he, uh, certain things we liked. Now, he was he was like me. He was He was partial. He he uh, knew Will Shields a little bit, and so he was a big Siobhan Shields fan, and so he was always a favorite of his too. And so this was this was super exciting. But yeah, he was he was super excited. I found we were, I was getting ready for this show. I was just going back and looking at some of my pictures and tweets and stuff from it, and I went back and I actually found his Facebook posts, which I had have never looked at. I found them today. I tweeted them out earlier. Uh, but he posted on Facebook like four times during this game, which is hilarious. He was like, "Oh my gosh!" He was basically using it like as his own Twitter. Yeah, he was like using use it Twitter for games. He, yes, he was using it kind of like Twitter. And uh, let's see, I'm gonna pull him up on my phone right now because I posted him earlier. He said, "Let's see." He said, "Very fortunate to have a seat tonight at tonight's Husker ba- uh, Badger men's basketball game at Pinnacle Bank Arena, thanks to my media member son." He said, "My real name and Jack Mitchell on KLIN 1400." Plan to do my part to help the Huskers beat the Badgers. Hashtag GBR. Hashtag no nice. sit. Hashtag no sit Sunday. He's hashtagging it. And then he said, and then uh, let's see. And then he said at one point, my ears are ringing. Not sure who is yelling louder, the Husker crowd or me. Uh, and then he has one. This is just priceless. At one point, he posted on Facebook, we are going to do this with five exclamation points. Uh, and then he posted pictures after it was over of the uh, crowd storming the floor and a picture with me on the floor. That's the other thing I remember about this, Josh, is we went around the floor and it was like a who's who of significant names. Larry the Cable Guy was sitting courtside, and I know he does that sometimes. The governor was there courtside. I'm trying to remember. There were like like several sort of like 
local public figures who were all courtside for this game. It was it was kind of a, a B-scene type situation here, as much as that can be at Pinnacle Bank Arena. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Did you guys did you guys stand up there the whole time in the box? No. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I just figured uh, it'd be, like, almost, like, weird to do so up there for some reason. But you, you know what the hilarious thing is about that? That we have, for those who don't know, uh, my the radio station has a loge box, and I sometimes get to use it uh, for basketball games, occasional concerts, not very often for concerts. But so I haven't been up to it this year since... I don't know for the non. I think we used it for a non-conference game this year, but uh, I probably could have. But I quit asking for tickets when I realized that I was cursing the team. But uh, uh-huh. Matt Rule has been sitting in the loge box next to it all this time. Oh, so wait, was does that mean that Dylan was in your guys's? He would have been no to the other side. Oh, okay, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. I formation said sort of sit Sunday. Yeah, for me, I feel bad. Yeah, I was standing a lot though. Hey, it's okay. Sorry, up in the. Oh, oh that was a finish. Jesus, God. that was nice. He's so good. Wow. So minutes ago, Nebraska was trailing by four. Now they're down by two, as the first half comes to an end. That was a bad pass. Do they still? I remember this. Oh, Richardson. Jeez, Charles nice. Richardson. That was a thing. It was uh, Ty basically overtook Richardson for that spot. Now I remember that. Ty Webster overtook Richardson for that starting spot uh, into this season. And I think someone I was a bigger fan of Richardson during that time. And someone mentioned earlier, and I totally forgot. Or Benny this was Parker, the team I'm that sorry. Biggs Thank was you, on Benny before. Parker. I form- I'm an did, idiot. Did Biggs get kicked off the team, or did he quit? What happened? He like played in the Penn he State game. He had like game. a good game for the Penn State game, and then he left or whatever. Yeah. Okay. I thought he played bad against Penn State. He played well against Penn State. I thought he had he had like a he was just having some good games I think right before it was mm. done. I thought that at Penn State game he had a pretty good game if I recall. God, that I think they they lost and I believe that was outside of like one of the late later games that was like one of the last losses they had the whole season. It might have been. Wow, so they're down by two at the half. Not Man, I just two. totally forgot no, about that. I, don't, I can't I believe they I kept were leading. Benny Parker Richardson, what an idiot. <laughs> and Benny Parker and Shields and there's a three right off. Benny Parker and Shields both got recruited together from the Kansas City area and came in. So uh, they were always kind of thought of as a. Yeah, everybody's. Yeah, and everybody really did. This front row, did they? Um, I, I haven't really ever watched. Dude, they're this. standing the whole time. Yeah, I saw a woman just sit down there, but. Oh, geez. Get up, lady. I think. But yeah, I mean, they did it. They did the bit for the most part. The whole arena stands the whole time. It's pretty crazy that they actually. Somebody said it earlier, and I wish I could give them credit, but like Nebraska fans don't really do a good job at kind of following like the, hey, let's do X, Y, or Z at games. You know, whether it's like mm-hmm. wearing one specific color outside of red or, or whatever it is. They they did it this game. Props to them. This, this, it made for such a cool atmosphere. I'm trying to figure out which one is. I think Cable Guy might have been sitting. He usually sits down there with Tim McEwen. I was going to say, isn't he on this side of the he's usually right the, now? On the near side is where yeah. I usually I know he sits with Tim all the time. So Wow, how about this? They're down by seven points. Jeez. In, in just like seconds. a couple of minutes. Yeah. God, I, you know. Kaminsky. I feel like I've seen this story a million times. Mm-hmm. And there's another one. Oh. No foul? Jeez. Oh, 
Man, that would have been, to quote Kent Pavelka, that might have been a dagger. You're right. That might have been. Siobhan all the way. Shield. Wow. Wow. What a huge answer. And the free throw. See, I'm looking up. Oh, yeah. The guard was Trayvon Jackson. That's Jim Jackson's son. That's what I thought. Yes. So he was like, um, he was a really good point guard that year. Jim Jackson still works for BT- BTN. He played at Ohio State. That yep. was his son. And his son went to Wisconsin. Oh, okay. God, I didn't remember that at God, all. Pitchford. It is so sad. Where did Pitchford, where did Pitchford come from? Because Petaway was at Transferred Texas from Florida. Tech. Florida, that's right. Because mm-hmm. wasn't this was back when you had to sit out a year? Oh, was, look, they were a the part Coach of like Miles the first halftime tweet. Oh, the halftime tweets. Because what did he do? Wouldn't he tell it to? He would tell it to Sheamus, right? He'd yeah, say, like, he would this tell, is what he I would want do, tweeted or whatever. Verbally, uh, as I understand, he verbally told it to Sheamus, and then Sheamus would tweet it from his. Oh account. man, God! And then and then during I don't remember which year, but he stopped doing it, you know, because they were struggling. They weren't playing very well. And that was like when he took away the practice facility or whatever. Oh, God. Yeah, I remember that. that. They just got murdered by Iowa. I don't know. uh, Pass the damn ball. I thought you said that and I thought it was, too. And then I looked it up and it wasn't. But yes. So, yeah, so Wisconsin, this current year, I'm trying to, let's see, what? Um, Remember, this is the year they go, they lose to Kentucky in the Final Four. In the this Final is their four. first, this is the, this is, uh, God, I can't remember his name. Who's their head coach right now? This is their first Final Four Garden. under him. So no, Garden, no, no, as Bo, in as in now, as in 2014. Bo Ryan, thank Bo you, Ryan, Josh. Yeah, yeah, so this is this is Bo Ryan's first ever Final Four before, team. They finally don't you remember <laughs> Bo Ryan quit randomly in the middle, in the beginning of a season and guard took over? Yeah, it was, the, it was like two years later, he, mm-hmm. he randomly just quits at the start of the year, and then guard takes over. But So, yeah, this team, I believe on the way to the Final Four, they beat, I think, Arizona, and they go to the Final Four, and they lose to Kentucky, who loses to UConn for the Natty. The next year is the one where they go all the way to the National championship game and they lose that's right yeah uh yeah they played for i i did really good in a tournament pool i think this year oh really yeah i think so was it this year florida was in there too in the final four florida Uh, kentucky well i know uconn uconn's gonna win it all was that that was year was that the year uconn won it all god and uconn sucks that is the most exceptional ncaa tournament ever like you, you look through and you look at like the Ken Palm ratings every year, and it's almost always yes. This team. is the this is the outlier. There's always a team. It's always a team in the top five of Ken Palm, except for that year. Yeah, yeah. This year is nuts because UConn just goes on a crazy run. And remember, this is also the year. Speaking of Kentucky, where Wichita State goes undefeated in the regular season, and then the the committee screws them. Puts them in a region where they have to face the Wildcats in the second round, and so That's they right. they're they undefeated Van, and then they lose Fred in the Van round Vliet. of thirty-two. They had Fred Van Van Vliet and that dude who yeah. looked like Alex Gordon. Because this the is the this yeah. is the this is the year of Wichita State after oh. their Final Four run. So it's like they bring back everybody and then they just destroy the Missouri Valley. And Creighton's gone from the Missouri Valley, and yeah, this was a weird year. All right, cut it to one. For some reason, I don't think the Nebraska ribbon boards uh, reflect off the floor like they do here anymore. 
I remember that from those years. And oh, like, yeah, you can I'm, see it. Like, yeah. I'm going to have a seizure watching those things. UConn, well, there, there it is yeah, Florida. UConn, Kentucky, Kentucky Florida, Florida, Wisconsin in the final four. Yeah. Wow, weird. UConn, uh, yeah. I had, because I had a, I think I had a, I had a Florida, Wisconsin championship and, ooh, God. Be interesting to see how they call. I don't know if we've seen any. We haven't been watching closely enough, probably. How they call uh, charges and blocks in this game compared to right now. Mm. Oh, Josh points out the Us Always shirts. I, I had those. one. Another important part of the season. I had one of those, too. God, I forgot about that. You those. had an Us Always shirt? That's hilarious. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's freaking hilarious. Those were cool shirts. Yeah, they were. That I completely remember that. I re- completely remember that uh, from that year. Like that, that uh, I associate that completely with this year. Yeah, yeah, it just totally took over. Ooh, Pitchford really wanted to take that one. It's so funny seeing Ray Guy out, right? Ray Guy Egos in there too, because I associate him with like, w- was he recruited by Barry Collier? I mean, my gosh, he was there f- like years before this. Yeah, he's a senior this year, right? Yeah, but I think game? he had a he had a random redshirt year, his sophomore or junior year, and Gallego. I mean, he had been there forever. Man, so what was it? It was forty to thirty three, and so Nebraska's on a ten to four run right now, and they can take mm-hmm. their first lead of the second half. They can take their first lead in yeah. a long time on this possession. I do wish we had. Uh, oh, oh, and they don't. Jeez, by the way. Yeah, and that, that was the kind of thing that you got mad at him for. Was just yeah. like driving it. Oh, yeah. I defended him a lot, you know, because the following year, like you said, that was the year where people were really pissed the whole time. And, you know, the team was losing. I just, I thought that he had to shoot a lot because the team wasn't very good. Yeah. And so I, you know, I was really, I wonder what, what you and I do in a pod would have been like, just if, because what side of the argument were you on with Petaway at that time? Do you remember? At this time? No, like the next year, like when people were like, he shoots too much, or other people were like, no, he doesn't. Oh, man. I don't remember. And then do you remember that thing came out where they had like a, a press conference and he talked about how his mom was going through health problems? And like yeah, Josh that... just said, then we found out his mom had cancer. Yeah, and that was like impacting him, and everyone was backed off a lot after that. Yeah. And I think we talked about it recently, right, how on Grantland he is still like on the cover of it. Like, if you go to Grantland.com, the old, you know, Bill Simmons website on ESPN, he is, he is, I'll, I'll post a screenshot in here. He's on there, which is just nuts that, because there was this really good article about him on their website. Really? I didn't, no, yeah. I didn't know that. Huh. Yeah, here, I'll post it. I'll post it. Oh, Benny! There. Yes! That got everybody fired up. Still down one. Back and forth the entire time. I mean, a couple yeah. times like yeah, Wisconsin. this has it, been a really good game. It mainly looked like Wisconsin was going to pull away, if anything, here. Gosh, Yvonne. Yeah, they had oh, that. my oh, gosh. Nobody can lead. make that shot now. Gee, that's yeah, a, uh, seriously. You know who that reminds me of is Chucky Hepburn. Jeez. That's you know what's crazy, too? To so, take. so you said, you know, that it's been close. So there was the one p- point where Wisconsin's up by seven. And Kaminsky misses a shot that he was kind of open, and then Shields goes down, gets the foul, and one, and then after that, Nebraska is able yep. to do what they're doing. Yep. 
Uh, 21 for Nebraska. Is that Doobie Okeke? Is that right? Am I remembering that correctly? 21 there. He's their backup big. Leslie Smith. Leslie Smith. Thank you. Leslie Smith. He got a weird amount of steals. Okay, it was three years later. God, I'm, my mind is going. Oh, hey, COVID brain. Just blame COVID brain. Jeez, Jeez that was a nice shot. Yeah, Leslie Smith. He was another like one year guy on this team. Yeah, this was the first year where it was like, you know, it was still the hodgepodge of of Sadler guys. But I mean, obviously, Petaway and Pitchford. Those are. I remember those guys being a really big deal when they signed. And, you know, how, like, this is how he's going to build back the roster and yeah. is going to be with these transfers. And it's like he got a guy and from again, Texas Tech and a guy from Florida. All these guys, you, you, you're going through this. All these guys are coming back next year, except for I Gallegos. Yeah. All of them. And you're, you're God, here. It's, I it's mean. insane that the team the next year, it's not like they missed the tournament. Like, they freaking missed I the still, tournament. They are horrible the next year. That is still, I still don't get it. What happened? Yeah, that year. I was just gonna ask you if you know what happened because I mean I still I still don't, I don't know, know what the hell I, happened. Maybe with that Jacob group. does. I I man I don't know. Yeah, I I it's I, wild. Because, it's wild. Well, just I mean because was that the year that they lost to Incarnate Word? Who did they? Oh no, they, that was the one that lost to Rhode Island and then the freaking Creighton game. Yeah, where I mean that Creighton team was since I've been on the air that's the worst Creighton basketball team I've covered. They were horrible and they came in and ate Nebraska's lunch, man. Oh. Jeez. Guy goes for the lead, can't get it though. Yeah, Miles almost replicated it with JPJ and Copeland. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's funny how how those two guys kind of fit into those roles. Yep. For uh, Pitchford yep. and Petaway. Copeland getting hurt was the worst, and the way that he did it was w- the worst. A whistle had blown. I don't remember, was how just did blo- it happen? A whistle had blown. It was against Ohio State. I was right. In, it was right in front of me. He just mm. went in, like, you know how the whistle oh, blows, and you're like, he, yeah. still, he just went in and, like, dunked it. And yep. the Ohio State game, uh, one of those twins for Ohio State, well, there was a, I can't think of their names for Ohio State. One of them just went up and, like, tried to block it, even though the whistle had gone, and he came down on that, and it was, man, that freaking sucked. They were they yeah. were having some problems at that point anyway, but, yeah. If that doesn't happen, there's definitely an argument that Miles never gets fired. Yeah, yeah, for sure. God, it took him so long to get they maybe they had it and I missed it, but it took him so long to get a lead. Yeah, they did. They had it for like okay. one the the shot that was banked in along the baseline. That okay. gave Nebraska the lead and then Wisconsin retook it right away. Luke Petaway going into yeah. I mean that oh. was I mean, it wasn't it was that kind of, it was the driving into just tons of people. Yeah, I into three fr- into three red shirts. I did get. Fr- I remember getting frustrated with that. Yeah, yeah. To answer your question for a while ago. Yeah. So not only is this, you know, it's a huge win for everything that it represents, but it's like a, it's like an actual good game too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're like doing all this in a in a super tense game. Man, it, you know, I've always wondered too. You know Ooh. what happens, and maybe their seating doesn't really change a whole lot. But what happens if you know they? They beat Ohio State in in the what the quarterfinals, you know, the next week, and then because they were up by like twenty points almost in that game, and they blew it, and then you know suddenly they're playing Baylor in round one. 
Uh, is it? Did you see that uh, it's from Jacob there? After Miles got tossed, Craig Smith, who was the acting head coach, had accepted the job but hadn't told anybody about Miles. He, him and Darren DeVries were the finalists, so when Nebraska's walking off the coach, DeVries tells him, congrats. The Nebraska guys were like, what the, what the hell did he just say? Huh. <laughs> and now, if you look at the NIT projections, oh. we're getting the whole band together. There we in go. In one region of the NIT. You're going to have uh, Tim Miles, Nebraska, and Craig Smith all in the same uh, same region in the NIT this year, according to nitbracketology.blogspot.com. How about this from Jim and O'Neill? This team almost peaked too early. I wonder if this team just makes the NIT. Does it actually work out better for Miles? It's an interesting That's a good question. question. What, like I, the, the that next year is, I mean, th- I mean that's what is the crux of his question is 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 that next year like hell? How did yeah? That... Are they hungrier the next year if this team is just it's good but it's not like what this was where they go on this insane run at the end of the season? Where maybe they lose a couple more games, and yeah, they don't go to the NCAA tournament. So they're the they come back, and it's like, all right, now we got to take that next step and make the dance. Because yeah, I mean, they, they did, they got, they were really good, way like way faster than any of us saw coming. Like, I I I think a lot of us were high on Tim Miles. I'm guessing you were pretty high on Tim Miles, especially after what he did in year one with that pretty bad roster. But this was, I mean, this is one. It's one month of really good basketball. And, you know, Josh, I just think the program is cursed. Hey, you know what? Maybe it's that. Maybe right. maybe no matter what happens, that the program is still going to be in this. So, yeah, you're right. That way. next year they lost to Rhode Island in overtime. And Rhode Island was a good team. That was uh, Ferry yeah. – or not Fitch, good Lord. Uh, Hurley, Dan Hurley, who coached them at the time. And then they lost – they uh, they lost to uh, Creighton by 10 God. at home. Yeah. That's the game yeah, you were talking about, bad. right? Um, yeah, that was they, a horrible game. They lost a game to Hawaii in a tournament after that, and then lose to Indiana, lose to Iowa, uh, lose at Wisconsin. I mean, got a few wins there. Dude, lost, they almost lose out. Lost you know, big I mean, at it, Michigan, it, it, the end of that year was big bad. at Minnesota. Oh, nice shot. What was the Big Ten tournament that year? I don't even. Oh, the Redskins took the lead, by the way, Jack. Oh, geez, I missed. I was looking at the schedule from the year before, and they beat. Penn, they lost to Penn State in the first round of the Big Ten tournament. That year, yeah, and this was Just the team. Speaking of things, th- speaking of things that sucked for this team, I mean, everybody talks about the Baylor game, but uh, the week after this, they play, or the week a few days later, they play Ohio State in the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, and they, they and, have the twenty point lead or whatever. And it was. Aaron Kraft for Ohio State, who is I'll always remember that game, Jack, because John. Oh, oh, that was big there. John is in New York, you know, for the Big East tournament, and he's like, well, Nebraska's moving on to the semis. And then after that, Nebraska, like, scored five points or whatever the rest of the game. They yeah, lose. So, I remember there was Matt some – and I blame John. There were some bad – there were some, I don't remember what they were, but some bad – Kraft was getting charges all up and down the court. Yeah, there were some fouls that went for Ohio State, fouls that went in against – Yeah, so they would have had a better seat. I still – and it was still insane. Yeah, maybe they don't play Baylor. I remember, though, even after that loss to Ohio State, I remember that there's Leslie Smith. Uh, I was they they announced that regional in Nebraska and Creighton were in the same one, and I was like, "This is so awesome!" Like, oh, dude! I mean, this is so cool that they're going to be playing in the same place in San yeah, Antonio. My, and my thought—I don't know what your thought was. You know, I picked Nebraska to beat Baylor. Oopsies! But I was like, if Nebraska gets to play Creighton again, they're going to beat them this time. Like, I I kind of yeah. had no doubt that Nebraska was going to beat them if they played again. 
Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So three point ah, lead with six minutes left been. here. Kaminsky to the line. Oh, loud! St- the journey's coming up after the game. It's a. Fe- it's probably a feature on Northwestern football. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Josh beating says beating Creighton to go to the Sweet Sixteen. What if? And I remember how do you, I remember how overjoyed I was in Baylor. Like Baylor beat Nebraska, but they murdered Creighton. They destroyed Creighton. Like that was one of the most biggest beatdowns I've ever seen in my life. Oh, oh, Pitchford. Yeah, Jacob says. How about that? Okay, I was wondering if it was that year. ISU beat North Carolina buzzer beater that weekend. That was yes. electric too. Yeah, Iowa State did that to go to the Sweet 16. That was the Fred Hoiberg team that went to the Sweet 16. Yes. You know, like, God. what? Are, remember, so, and they were all at the same spot. So I remember the day before this, I was watching. Uh, I was in Iowa this weekend. I came back on, on Sunday with my in-laws. My brother-in-law's huge Cyclone fan, season ticket holder. And I remember watching that Hoiberg game. Oh, Nice with uh what um with oh god Monte Morris and I can't remember who else but it was the and they just looked unbeatable and I was like man they Hoiberg is just I remember just thinking like this dude is just a master coach oh yeah. no charge oh I bet I lost wow. my mind there so Nebraska was up by seven that cuts it to five. Jacob Baylor shot forty-eight free throws against Nebraska. Nebraska oh shot gosh. sixteen. Good lord! And they sat in that zone like Baylor does. And they got all guys. I mean, Baylor had that team. I remember it was like all the dudes were like the same size. It was like yeah, they were just all huge. they were all like just long massive. power forwards. Yeah, <laughs> Josh. Listening to the Jays fans excuse the Baylor debacle, I then realized McDermott had the best oh. job in America. They still do. They still are like, nah, it didn't take away from my enjoyment of that season. You lost by a billion to Baylor. How did that not ruin your life with yes. the best player in the sport on your team? Like, God, I never understood why they weren't angry. That that uh, tournament game, because th- that tournament game was uh, on Friday, Nebraska's. It was like an 11 a.m. game. It was like the earliest game. And my mm-hmm. friends and I, we had, uh... let's see what happens here. Benny. Oh, oh, it rolls in. Nice roll. We had a we had a cabin at Mahoney State Park. We were going to go down. We used to play poker and stuff. We were going to go down there, but we all got together to watch the game first. And and they lost. And that game, it just, like, took the air out of our entire weekend. Oh, God, I, I bet. It sucked so much. That is the day, um, and I'm not going to tell the story here, but that I, I have never been more inebriated than I was that thir- that whatever Thursday or Friday. That was a Friday, right, of March the game, Madness? The, the Huskers were Friday, yeah. Yeah, so we made Elk Creek water, and it was, oh boy, it was quite the, uh, I had to post highlights of the Creighton game later, like my boss sent them to me, and I'm like typing out each individual letter. It, it, oh was, a, it was a process. Oh, Pitchford. Nice shot. Eight point lead. Now everybody's feeling it on that one. Yeah, Creighton played. I all I remember is Creighton played. I don't even remember who they played, but we drove. We started driving to Mahoney. We stopped at that bar in Ashland that on Highway Six, uh, and we watched a Creighton game. And whoever they played had some dude who was like three hundred twenty pounds who did not look like an athlete at all, and it was hilarious. And we were all cheering for him. And then we got our bill at the end of the day. It's one of those small town bars you bars you get your bill at the end of the whole thing. And they brought it to one person, and he thought it was just his bill. 
And so he paid the whole thing, and we had been drinking for like three hours there, ordered food. He thought it was all his bill, and it was for all of us <laughs> because it was so oh. cheap. That's at bar <laughs> at Ashland. Yes. Oh. 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 Nice. God, what a finish. Ten-point lead. Right by ten. Jack, remember, they were trailing by seven, you know, early on in this half. And after that, since then, they've outscored them by 17 points. Now, look at everybody. Everybody's. Oh. 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 Oh, wow. They get it back. Yeah, they did. Oh, God. That could have been the end there. That is the Elk Creek water. I've never made it, but I've had it years and years ago at the actual bar. Yeah, so when I when I make it, I do That's one handles. part vodka, one part gin, one part triple sec. Um, I thought that I added a fourth liquor. Maybe not. And then I do I probably thought there was something like, a, like creamy in it. Is that not right? I no. No, yeah. And then you, you add. God, what else? I feel like there was a different alcohol different liquor that i added and then i would do a, a uh i would do more orange juice than than you know like probably two parts orange juice and then i would do a splash of sprite on top i used to make that on saturdays like that was my first drink of the day like i'd make a big breakfast and i would make elk creek water and that's how i'd begin the day of God, vodka gin that's not dude it's now so good. it sounds terrible though oh i haven't had it in a long I time i don't like i don't like vodka or i mean you can't really taste vodka but vodka or gin are two things i have not drank for years long time long time but i don't really like gin wow. and tonics Kena and says real thing does not have orange juice in it is that true interesting i don't i remember getting never pictures of it i've never Sandy's been to school. actual elk creek big gin guy huh dude i remember going to sandy's on a new year's eve in college and like literally getting a whole pitcher for myself good god the college days up by eight what here we go time. look at their shoot look at oh that's a free throw percenters like they're shooting 80 percent in this game holy god why aren't they winning by more oh god who just went down there jeez pitcher just hit the floor hmm <laughs> cliff ah, oh my god shark water Oh, Dude, yes. Jesus, those drinks. I always was blown away because they'd make them, and then they would add in whatever like the coloring and, and flavor was, and it was yeah. like, but it's all the liquor. How does it have that color you're, now? You're not – you went to the original Cliffs, right? Like the old – The one the that Christmas was next door to uh, – stuff? Yeah. Yeah, the one – yeah, you, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yes. The yeah. little tiny yeah. one. Yes. With Christmas With like the mirrors. Yeah. yeah. That's That was a – place to go when i was in law school and actually we would go to happy hour there when i was working downtown as a lawyer and that was always a happy hour place and those shark waters man you would you would do one of the i thinking about it even now just gives me a stomach ache to even think i was about just it. saying the same thing my stomach is hurting thinking about all that alcohol like, and sugar i don't know how i did sweet drinks like that i even think about it for like margaritas now like real margaritas but like those shark waters the flavored ones wasn't the blue, the actual shark water, not that sweet, but then the flavor I don't know ones. if I ever – that wasn't my fl flavor. I never got the shark water. I always – shark water, was that what the things were called, all the different yeah, variations? I don't know. The, there was an original – the blue one was like the real shark water, I believe. Okay. And there were flavors of it, though. Maybe they were all yeah. called shark water, but – Okay, because I – yeah. Uh, uh, Jim and O'Neill says, what is Wait, Cliffs? It, it's just this, like, are, bar they were known for those specific drinks. It was next door. What's the, what's the wings place? 
Down, uh, downtown. The Wings play, uh, uh, Watering Hole? Because it was right next door to there. Yeah, the that's place the New that Cliffs. Had... Watering Hole. Oh, that's the New Cliffs? That's the New Cliffs. Oh, uh, okay. The well, Old then, Cliffs. Know, Look how all the students the are downstanding right by the court. The, it's all empty yeah, in the student ready. section. God. Yes. And there you know it. This is right there you yep. know it. That's probably where my dad put that Facebook post up. This is going to happen. No, Cliffs is by, I don't know, streets in downtown. It's right by, like, the cookie company. Is that still there? I have no idea. So I've never been to the new Cliffs, I, but I went to the old Cliffs, like, a lot. Yeah, we. I was in a, a group of friends, with, and, and we went to Cliffs a lot. Matt says, I think you're thinking of Buffalo Wild Wings. No, it was no, next door the to the watering, watering hole. hole. The, the new cliffs yeah. is by the watering hole. Interesting. But the old cliffs. Oh, yeah. the old And there was a cigar shop next to it, which was Cliff's oh, Smoke uh, Jake's? Shop. Cliff's? Jake's? Cl no, it's called Cliff's Smoke Shop. Oh, okay. 12th and that picture that is, right. is giving me a stomachache. Yeah. All right. Kaminsky, another three. No. Oh God! All right. Got it. Now you're just ready for the game to end, so you can freaking celebrate. Yeah. There's no one in the student section. <laughs> They're all down on the floor. Didn't Dirk write a really kick-ass column after this game about like Tim Miles and you know going to the you know get rid of the ghost? Somebody posted a quote in here earlier from Tim Miles where he's basically like, "Don't put that you know shit on me from the past." Yeah. And, you know, I think Dirk, you know, Dirk is a basketball fan at heart, I think, more than anything. Uh, he is. You know what? Dirk deep down is a Nebraska basketball fan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100 for sure. I had him on my show yeah. today, and it's killing him right now not to be able to write about what's happening right now. Oh, really? Yeah. I need to listen to that. It's, it's time, time to, to twerk. twerk. <laughs> let's go dancing. Uh, let's go. Look at him. God, Tim Miles can't stop smiling. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, you normally oh don't God. see that in the handshake line. Oh wow, that's... Oh, that was that was good. Oh my And here comes the 92 Sugar Bowl uh oh, national championship which is coming up next. All right, we're going to watch Antonio Langham wrestle the ball out of Miami receiver's hands. God. That was great. I would have loved to have gotten more of the audio with it, but that was fun. Yeah, man, that was uh that was fun. It, it you said it earlier. Doing these with basketball games definitely different than football. We ended up talking about bars and random yeah. crap throughout. You know much what, of it. Josh? But I, I still enjoyed watching it again. I I did too. I encourage people to listen to the audio podcast of this one. They should. Oh, <laughs> and you know what, Jack? That reminds me. I'm gonna I'm gonna tag you in a tweet. Uh, one of my my favorite podcasts tonight. They put out a watch along of the Dark Knight. And I thought of you and Wait, how you're like, no one would I, ever want to do the this. The whole movie where they just talk They put the out movie? the whole movie. With no audio whole of movie. the movie? Nope, it's just, their, it's just the podcast talking. How cool is that? That, not. It's cool. It's no. people listen because they like us. They no. listen. I listen to that pod because I like them, you weirdo. If you're going to ask me to watch a movie and then ask people to listen to it, oh, my gosh. I think we're doing it. I think who wants to do Be Kind, Husker Rewind, The Dark Knight? The movie club. It'd probably be good because I haven't seen any movies, um, and you could hear me react to them for the first time. Oh, that'd be fun. Like a whole bunch of them. But I don't Josh says Josh is 100% right here. 
Boom. Who wants to talk during an entire movie? I mean, they've seen it. You know, I mean, I've seen The Dark Knight so many times. I could probably do a podcast during it, too. Yeah. Uh, Oh, you know what we forgot to mention at the beginning? Yeah, I know. We can do it right now. Uh, We can we can do it now. And I I guess we'll go over the podcast, too. But uh, we had a uh, we had a defector, which is fine uh, from from the uh, board member uh, tier. And so we have we have limited that tier. And so there is an open spot if anybody wants to uh, wants to grab that at patreon.com slash i80 club. Yep. Um, we do we do once a once a month board member uh, meeting, unrecorded pod. Uh, the, the we, la- we felt kind of bad the, the last the one. The last one was <laughs> I mean we started telling too many stories. <laughs> Wait, what what Jordan says once a month meeting with with some juicy stuff. Yeah, that oopsies. was to the point that yeah, we, we were gonna release it just for the board members, and then, and jo- then we were like, we had forty minutes of of Bo Pelini audio. I feel bad we for like, Josh Yaps because he's such a good uh, club yeah. member, and yeah. uh, and I Sorry, know he Josh. couldn't be there, but I yeah. like don't. I feel like I want to give him a summary sometime. Yeah, I will. So maybe next time we can do a little recap on the next one. Yeah. So if uh, if anybody wants to join, get that last spot. It is open as of right now. Uh, I don't know how long it'll be open. Maybe it'll stay open. I don't know, but. Uh, yeah. Yes, you could be a part of of that, and we also have a separate chat, uh, and we also lean on uh, you guys. We kind of give you a little extra uh, extra influence when it comes to what we do on here, and then once a month board meetings as well. So, yes, Josh says, did the defector leave the board of the leave the club? Just just left the boardroom. Actually, that person reached out to me because Jack, the the resetting of the month must have messed with them again and uh so when they dropped down a tier it also dropped them all the way down a tier and so they weren't able to watch live but we got them fixed and and they were in here watching the uh watching the game tonight so oh good uh yeah yeah so they're still they're still in the club they just decided to leave the board which Which is totally totally fine i get it totally cool i get it so so jump in if you want to do that and hey guys we are going to be back so this was this was a little bit of a makeup for saturday morning coffee which we couldn't do, but we are going to be back two nights from now once again. Yeah. And we are going to be doing uh, a talk podcast again. Uh, so it's going to be, you know, uh, by by name, it's going to be pregame for the Nebraska-Minnesota basketball game. But, Josh, I think we can get into whatever during that hour. Yeah. So Yeah, Matt uh, says no Iowa settlement talk tonight. No, so, we, let's save that. Let's save that for Wednesday as well. Yeah, d- night after night after tomorrow we'll do that and we can yeah. talk about that. We'll put that on the list. It's not necessarily going to be all pregame talk, but let's do that Wednesday night for everybody. So come in. That'll be at 7 o'clock, a little bit earlier than usual, and then we're going to get you done. So if you want to, you can watch Nebraska-Minnesota in the Big Ten Tournament. And we'll probably have on whatever uh, game, I guess it would be Ohio State and Wisconsin before that. So uh, we can we can keep an eye on that too. So yeah, that will be uh, that'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, and then coming up th- throughout the rest of the month, we'll do uh, we'll do obviously coffee couple will be back this week, so that'll be fun. We have Ravi Lula at some point. We just got to get that night Maybe locked we can down. Do him next you know, Wednesday, with- that'd be fun if we did him Wednesday before the NCAA tournament. Yeah, you know what? That's a good idea. I'll shoot him a text and see yeah. if we can get him on next week Wednesday. That would be that would be cool since we've done a bunch of Be Kind Husker Rewinds now. And and then whenever we do Be Kind Husker Rewind next, I don't know where we're going to go. We'll go back to football. We're going to go out of the 90s. That's the only yes. thing I can tell you right now. Yes. Yeah, so if anyone has any recommendations, um, as always, we love them. I mean, tonight's was like 50 minutes. That 
up to like an hour and 15, we think is the sweet spot. So if anyone has like a game in that time, uh, a, you know, Josh says 2012 game, a 2012, any game. I would be. I would love to do a 2012 game. That season is bonkers that and so weird. Michigan State or Northwestern game. Oh, yeah. God. And I know I, I mentioned it before. The 2012 Michigan State game, it stinks because the only edition that's on YouTube is like two and a half hours. And, and we can, you know, we've talked about doing a long game sometime. But, uh, yeah, we, we need to do that game because that game is a classic. Just a ridiculous football game. Yeah. Yeah. Some people want us to do baseball game. You talk about oh, us God. talking over the entire thing. Can you imagine what we would do yeah. during baseball? Seriously. I don't know if that would work or not. We can try it sometime. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we can do that in the summer ahead of the College World Series. Yeah. If I ever did one, I don't think it exists on YouTube or anywhere, but I would do the Super Regional against Richmond, which is the craziest baseball game I've ever been at. And one of oh, my, okay. And, again, it goes along with this no-sit Sunday game in my top ten uh, – favorite sporting events nebraska home sporting events i've been at attendance in person at but mm. i don't think that exists on online so yes sad now we're doing baseball yeah all right well thank you everybody for being a part of this i really enjoyed watching that game again remembering the good times i guess the good times are kind of back but for the time being and we'll see how it goes and if nebraska keeps rolling in the big 10 tournament uh i'm fine you know maybe we keep we keep doing stuff around it. i don't know what josh's availability is but i'd be interested to do that maybe the nebraska ball pod guys are um maybe we'll do a watch party at some point if it keeps going we'll see we will yeah we will look see. so just the the end of this week um thursday if they make it to thursday they're playing another late game maybe mm. we could do something again yeah friday will, will be tough because that's actually uh Riss's and my's anniversary and so well, and, if, and man if they're uh, if they are to friday i'll be on meth yeah. at that point yeah so, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah that night would be a little tough for me um so and then Saturday we're we're actually gonna that's when we're doing our big dinner. Uh, so Saturday would be tough too. But you know I will we be on heroin. I mean if they get to if Saturday, Saturday I'll be on heroin. Okay, awesome, Jeez. awesome. I'll be on meth. God, that's great. <laughs> I'll just I mean if they're playing Saturday. I'm just gonna get a uh, I'm just gonna get uh, the can of gasoline from the garage and sip that while we do it. Holy crap. Matt says the basketball pod is committed to a post game pods after wins, starting with the second round. There you that? go. There you go. So that's a Thursday. That's a Thursday. All right. Thursday. So maybe late night, Thursday night. That'd be fun. Oh man. Yeah. That'd be if they're playing Saturday, fun. are you in Chicago, Jack? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if they make it to Sunday? God. Dude, uh, if they make it to Sunday, we're going to have to do, we're going to have to do. Sunday. I don't know. I'm just glad. I'm glad uh, I'm going to some state tournament basketball games on Wednesday and that we got the afternoon slot for the game I'm going to, so I'm glad about oh, that. Perfect. It's not going to con- be a conflict, so we'll have that going on too. So uh, I'm not. I got low expect low expectations. You know yeah. me, Josh. Yeah, low expectations. Yeah, and then in five minutes you're going to talk yourself into them winning low the whole expectations. damn thing. I don't get my hopes up. I take it yep, easy and yeah. smooth. Not one time. For not this. one time for this. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Um, it, those of you who are Patreons and just listen to this whole thing, um, if you want to watch it with video, we'll have it up on our Patreon page. Those of you who are not patrons uh, and want to be a part of these in the future, the live watch-alongs, uh, which are, are uh, something you can participate in live, want to be a part of all our live podcasts and shows, 
uh, or get immediate access to them via just the audio instead of having to wait for the ones that we do put out publicly, you can be a member of the club at patreon.com slash i80club. $3 will get you immediate access to all of our podcasts, $5, and it'll give you uh, access to our chat rooms in the Discord. $5 will get you not only all of that stuff, but also a chance to be in our live shows and among the chats and interacting with us during those. And then for the time being, $10 will get you that last spot in the boardroom. We'll see how long, how long that leaves. Last. Also, it, you know, it just helps us keep the light on. You know, you support local. We appreciate it. Thanks for letting us do this. Yep, 100%. All right, goodbye, podcasters. Thank you for joining us. Bye.